0: greetings and welcome to another episode of pops collection i'm ron Tweedy. joining me is pops and today we're going to be talking about
1: a charlie brown thanksgiving uh that's great uh second comic strip uh in a row right i think Yeah, it will be yeah it will be very good happy thanksgiving to everyone since i'm guessing that this will be our thanksgiving week episode yeah all right good well great um Yes, a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, the third of the first of many Charlie Brown specials on television. Yes. And this was actually the first uh, special that didn't come originally from the comic strip. It was Charles Schultz uh, wrote it um, specifically for the special. Okay. So, uh, he actually was, he had a lot of say into what went on in this particular thing. Uh, it was another, uh, Bill Mendelson, and, um, I'm sorry, Bill Melendez and Lee Mendelson. Yeah. I'm sorry. You always get their names confused. I don't know why, but, um, but again, It's the M last name that, yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, Mel or Men. Right. Either way, but still, I get them confused. Uh, Also uh, directed by Phil Roman. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, interesting enough. Uh, First aired on CBS on November 20th, uh, 1973. Right. Which was about eight years after the very first one, the Christmas special. I'm pretty sure that was 65. Okay. So, uh, but like most of them got a good rating. And again, we got, uh, Vince Garaldi doing the music mm-hmm. and there was actually some singing in this one. Yep. And, uh, Vince actually did the singing in this too. Cool. Yeah. So it was kind of cool, kind of interesting. Uh, it, the story itself, uh, started off with a Thanksgiving tradition
0: Mm-hmm.
1: which is, of course, everybody knows football. Right, yeah. Because you can't have Thanksgiving without a football game to watch so you can fall asleep. Right, yeah. <laughs> For some. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, in this particular year, uh, because Detroit is always uh, in the mix, and so far they have not won a game yet. They have one tie but no wins, so – yeah. I can almost guarantee that it's going to be a sleeper on Thanksgiving. So, uh, but yeah. we'll see. <laughs> you know, it'll be my luck. I'll fall asleep and it'll be the game they win. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that was uh, kind of interesting how it started. Mm-hmm. And uh, that particular sequence became very popular uh, with the comics. Lucy holding the football. Right. And Charlie Brown going to uh, kick it. Yep. And there was actually some uh, controversy in this. Uh, well, from historians, a later controversy. The story goes that uh, the gentleman that played Charlie Brown in this or the young man, Charlie Barbie. Uh, when they got to the point, where he missed the football and went up into the air mm-hmm. and he screamed, ah, whatever. Right. He evidently could not do that. Right. They tried, uh, from what was told, they tried it 53 times and then decided to get an adult to do the scream. Okay. But then another story was that they chose to use uh, Peter Robbins, who was the original Charlie Brown. Yeah. And use a scream, archive voice screen that he had done right. and just extended it. So uh, I guess the only ones that really know are Bill Melendez and uh, Mendelssohn and maybe some others. But there's different, you know, stories about that. Sure. So, um, so anyways, after that, uh, actually, and if I'm just one more little quick thing, that was uh a lucy cameo yeah that was the only thing she was in in the whole uh special right so interesting there so where did we go from there do you remember well i think it's just
0: the the setup for the the main conflict of the film which is you know charlie brown receiving a call from peppermint patty who invites herself over to his house for thanksgiving right
1: uh Yes. And, uh, by the way, you know, uh, the voice of Peppermint Patty was done by, uh, Christopher Deferria. Okay. Which I don't know if you know that, but he, uh, later became the president of, uh, DreamWorks Feature Animation Group. Okay. Believe it or not. All right. Uh, he has been involved in quite a few different, uh, projects uh you know as far as production and what have you right uh tremors to uh you know uh tom and jerry movie just a a bunch of different things and he of course done all that dream work stuff yeah but uh a guy doing the voice of peppermint patty so yeah kind of interesting you know yeah. When I, I knew that, it was kind of like, oh, that's got to be weird for, at the time, because they chose to use child actors. Yeah. A young boy pretending to be a girl, and you're holding my hand, Chuck. Yeah. yeah. You know, trying, I bet it had to be, that had to be some good acting, you know? Sure, sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because especially at that age, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Girls have cooties, you know? Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> but i before that started uh we had the tr- uh infamous trip at the mailbox yeah and he, he was looking for something and uh right we get this uh you know proclamation from charlie that he hates holidays yeah you know so and i guess you know this one in particular uh Thanksgiving is your mother's favorite holiday. Yeah, it's one of mine too. You know, and I think it's a holiday that you tend to grow more attached to it the older you get. Yes. You know, because when you're young, it's all about Christmas and birthdays, you know? Mm -hmm. Sure. Not even Valentine's Day is that big of a deal, you know? But, Mm -hmm. um, and Halloween for the candy. but. You know, as you get older, I think that you begin to appreciate uh, the idea of being thankful, you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, and uh, we have a lot to be thankful for. Yes. Yeah. You know, so I think in this time of the season uh, is a great opportunity for us to get together in families yeah. and Even your, if you can't be close to a family member to maybe uh, spend time with somebody in a church family or, uh, you know, senior citizen family, whatever you're doing, you know, or I don't know, karate family, I guess there's, there's, our lives are affected by so many people all during the year. And when you're raising children, yeah. You have an opportunity when you, uh, they have the desire to do things and you uh, help them to, you know, meet those desires. You run into other parents who are, you know, doing the same thing for their children, unless they are trying to live their lives through their children. But uh, for the most part, You have an opportunity to share your life with other people. So Mm -hmm. I kind of thought that was a good thing with Peppermint Patty. Yeah. Yeah. She said that her father was going away, if I'm not mistaken, Mm -hmm. not going to, not going to be home. So her cry to be with, you know, family or someone that she had feelings for, because, We do know she has feelings for Chuck, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So, but of course we get Sally telling Charlie that he's wishy-washy because he can't tell him that the dilemma, they're going to grandma's house. Right. You know, for turkeys. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, well, I, I, yeah, I, I think that's kind of the big thing. It's not, it's wishy-washy, I guess, is okay of a word for a kid to use, but pass, passivity is probably what the problem was there, that, uh, you know, Charlie Brown should have been direct
1: saying, hey, we won't be here, <laughs> you know? Well, you know, and but, you know, the character of Charlie Brown is that he is, you know, the blockhead, yep. you know? He doesn't have... Although he has a lot of friends, yeah. he doesn't have a lot of friends, you know? Uh-huh. He's kind of the friend that they uh, are. He's like the dog they like to kick or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. uh, to keep him down in some ways. But uh, he not only was passive then, but he chose to also be passive in two more phone calls. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. hmm so um, I thought that was cool. And I thought that how Snoopy became the main chef. And we do get, uh, you know, Lee uh he does the voice of Snoopy and Woodstock. Right. So uh, we got that, which was kind of cool. Yeah, I do like that. Uh, and I also liked how... He they asked Snoopy to get a table and chairs, and he opens the garage. And of course, we have you know all these comic things going on, yeah. But a typical garage, no car in the garage, right? Right, right, no car in your garage, right? Yeah, (laughs) but not that much stuff, I don't think. No, (laughs) but I, I love that. You know, and mm. I also love the solution that they chose to, you know, we'll make a Thanksgiving dinner yeah. for our friends. Right. Which, uh, I don't know, I guess you could say that that's the better way than trying to disappoint somebody. I guess he didn't want to be the disappointment. Right. You know, and call them back and say, no, you can't come. Sure you know yeah so um and uh of course i cannot wait to uh, see you guys you know on thanksgiving yeah hope you like toast and, uh we love toast and your mom loves popcorn yeah of course back then probably don't have the things that they have nowadays you know now you can get uh shaker stuff put on your popcorn so that it can be yeah. ranch or sure. barbecue or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, not like in the old days where you had to make caramel and pour it on yourself or right. melt butter. So, yeah, but so we got, we got pretzel sticks, toast, popcorn mm-hmm. and jelly beans. Right. So, and uh, of course, Marcy doesn't, she's not real happy about that. Uh, she's not very thankful for that, let's say. Sure. You know? Yeah. But we do get the, uh, and this time, it was kind of Linus's little prayer thing. Yeah. In the year 1621, the pilgrims held their first Thanksgiving feast. They invited the great Indian chief, Massasoit, who brought 90 of his brave Indians and a great abundance of food. Governor William Bradford and Captain Miles Standish were honored guests. Elder William Brewster, who was a minister, said a prayer that went something like this. We thank God for our homes and our food and our safety in a new land. We thank God for the opportunity to create a new world for freedom and justice. Amen. had to do with the first Thanksgiving and I don't know how accurate that is mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you bothered to look that up or if it's just one of those things
0: yeah uh, Thanksgiving at least the American version of it is uh, complex um, you got a lot of folks that are claiming that it's some sort of a racist holiday and it's about exploitation of the natives and things like that which is not true um, you know, obviously there was bad stuff happening in all parties involved and there's a, you know, um, I would recommend if somebody wants to, is interested in the historical significance of those things, you can look up, um, inspiring philosophies, uh, video on Thanksgiving that's been released in the past week or, uh, or so. But suffice to say, uh, I'm sure the prayer that he quoted from Niall Standish was, was accurate from a historical record standpoint. That's probably what they did record. Um, but you know, it's, uh, it's
1: important to be thankful to, uh, Oh, absolutely. Well, you know, I'm going to say that, um, you know, they had, I did choose to watch the special, Mm -hmm. uh, that was on there, the Mayflower Voyagers. Yeah. And they had a lot of information on there. I do not know how truthful it was. I'm sure it's truthful. Just
0: the accuracy, or how how many sources were brought into right. consideration,
1: right? Uh, in other words, uh, they they made the statement that there was 102 mm-hmm. uh, voyagers and 30 children, right? And uh, they had so many uh, people in the ship, and they had said that they had signed documents with the ship owners to uh split profits yeah. of anything that they found in the new world yeah that, that's so, accurate
0: that's accurate
1: so i would think that that would be a document that would be an accurate statement and sure. also when they uh did the charter yeah i believe that that would be inaccurate yeah now as far as uh squanto and Massasoit and all them mm-hmm. i don't know the accuracy of them knowing English, uh supposedly Squanto was yeah. a slave in England. Right, yeah. He 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 was
0: served out as a translator for multiple different tribes and the and the uh the newcomers. So so you believe that to be an accurate statement too then? You yeah think? The, the historical record seems to favor that, yeah.
1: Okay. So there again like you said, there's some uh, controversy and stuff going around now. Well, it,
0: it's not controversy per se. It's just it, it's just the
1: different um, points of view.
0: Well, no, it's 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 just the nature of doing history in general, right? Because what we have to rely on, particularly for stuff that was pre 20th century, are handwritten documents and you know other things, and we kind of have to piece it together and you take different records from multiple sources to see if you can collate a coherent story that seems to be the most accurate representation. Um, so that's just, that's just, that's what historians do. It's not, it's not a, it's not a science. It's an art, you know?
1: Right. Right. Well, yeah, that's actually, if I'm not mistaken, that was the, uh, um, how they. um, verified the new testament by the number of uh handwritten documents that they had found uh yeah it's
0: it's that's a long story it's a good story but it's a long story but yeah you're right it has to do with the manuscript tradition and uh analyzing like you said uh, manuscripts that get have uh survived throughout the the centuries so um but yeah
1: right Uh, that is a very long story actually So I would recommend if anybody is interested that they look into it. And I think you'd be uh, pleasantly surprised, you know? Sure. It's always good when you can learn something new. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, uh, you know, this whole thing, uh, we got to the – my favorite part of this was when uh, Charlie Brown's uh, grandmother called, and he – she invited – Uh, Peppermint Patty and Franklin and Marcy to come with them. Right, right. And my favorite part is that they did not get into a minivan. They did not get into an SUV. Right. They got into a station wagon, Uh which was, uh, for me, a uh, great nostalgia because I can remember... Mm -hmm. Uh, we had a neighbor that had a station wagon, and when, when we'd go to the movies, they had a place called a drive-in, mm-hmm. where you could drive your car yep. and sit in your car and watch a movie. Yep. And they would back the station wagon in so that uh, everything was kind of on a hill, so that you'd be looking up at the screen, and you wouldn't have to, you know, kink your neck back.
0: Yeah.
1: And they would t- open up the back of the station wagon and all the kids would lay down in the back with our pillows and with our hands watching on the tailgate and yeah. it was really cool it used to be so much fun mm-hmm. now
0: yeah
1: i miss those days yeah and i don't think they'll ever come back but unfortunately
0: mm.
1: but uh then we got over the river and through the woods Mm -hmm. mm-hmm except that his grandma lives in a condo right which you know yeah in the 70s i guess that was a big thing right sure (laughs) um and uh then we got this little segment at the very end with snoopy and woodstock Uh uh-huh and there was a lot of uh issues with that uh mendelssohn and uh, melendez didn't want to have that part in the movie. Okay. And Charlie Schultz, he just didn't think it was that big of a deal hmm. uh to see Woodstock eating a turkey.
0: Yeah. I you know, we had that same observation. Uh yeah, we did. Yeah. Um Yeah, we we, we had that exact same observation, yeah. So And worth- he
1: was like, you know, hey. It's a cartoon. Nobody's gonna see that any read anything into that, you know. But I looked at it as an adult. Yeah, yeah. I never thought about any of that when I was a kid, but when I looked at it, yeah, the last time I watched it, I said, Wow, Woodstock's a cannibal. Yeah. You know? Or very close to one, I should <laughs> yes. say. Yes. It was like Yeah, it was wow. But they really fought uh uh Charles about that you know they didn't want it in there but he was like it's not a big deal you know yeah but i guess i mean did you watch it with the kids yeah
0: and they didn't say anything about it right well i said something about it so you know i poisoned the well so
1: (laughs) but that was pretty crazy huh yeah yeah it was (laughs) Well. Hey, so again, it was a uh, very good special. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I tried to find out uh, how it did ratings-wise, but I would assume most of that stuff uh, does real well on the television. Even to this day, I, I imagine it is probably on somewhere. Yeah,
0: I think Apple TV actually bought the rights to it now. So if you want to watch it now, that that's the place
1: to watch it at. So. Uh, the, as they also bought the rights to the Great Pumpkin and yeah, yeah. Oh, uh,
0: that's the the peanuts library they have.
1: Yes, yes. Yeah, but um, I understand that it's uh, also at one time was on Netflix. Uh, okay, Netflix had the rights to it for a while. Okay. Uh, well, you know. <sighs> that's this is another one of those timeless things it's cbs it started off on cbs and yeah. cbs started off um you know getting uh all of this peanut stuff on off the ground hmm. and you know i mean if you look at the animation it's not the greatest um i think it's better than a lot of the stuff that's on cartoon network nowadays okay You know, well, hey, some of the stuff that they do, you know, it's not very creative. It's probably along the same lines, but these were actually, you know, each individual cell painted and drawn, you know, Mm -hmm. and, you know, so we did not get a whole lot of animation there. Uh, Other than Snoopy, we got a lot of animation with Snoopy. We did. Yeah. You know, so, and of course he's the big star. So. Yep. He is. But uh, after CBS, it went to ABC, then NBC. Right. And then I know it had a stint with Netflix, and now you say Apple TV. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yep. wow. It's still around after all these years.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. So it's almost 50 years old. Yes. And another couple of years. Yeah, that's right. Wow. Pretty incredible. Mm. All right. So uh, anything else you want to say about this or? Nope. I think it speaks for itself. Wow. So our show is just a little bit longer than the actual uh, special. Yeah, (laughs) which is fine. You know? Yes. Yes. Great. Well, good. Then uh we're just gonna say this is a must see. We're not gonna rate it, are we? Or or we do don't need rate I, it?
0: I don't think so. I mean, it's it's it, it like I said, I think it's it's uh it stands for itself.
1: Yes. And this is a Thanksgiving special special. Indeed it is. For our for our Thanksgiving week special. So awesome. Right. Yep. So I'm just gonna say everybody, happy Turkey Day or happy ham day if you like ham. Uh, some do pull pork, but, um, I'm going to say everybody probably is going to do mashed potatoes and green beans, maybe stuffing. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And then dessert. Yeah. Right. So what's your favorite, uh, thing for Thanksgiving? Probably
0: the mashed potatoes and, uh, you know, the sweet potatoes as well. So.
1: Yeah, so, so, uh, because of your diet,
0: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: is it that much more satisfying when you have them?
0: Yeah, I would say so.
1: Yeah. For me, uh, it's like when I go out to a restaurant, if I can get a baked potato, right. That's like heaven. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it is. It's especially cause you don't. Uh, you know habit at all very often especially with my diet too but yes i am going to look forward to all that stuff and i'm not going to worry about my blood sugar that day i may worry about the next day but not that day right very good all right very good
0: all right well thank you all for for tuning in uh we're definitely thankful for your uh listening and participation So if you want to do any of that, please uh, like us on Facebook, give us a thumbs up and subscribe on YouTube, and uh, we'll see you next week with something else. Goodbye
1: God bless. Goodbye. God bless. Tell your friends.